Welcome back to This Week in Video Games and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just 10 minutes. If you find this useful, then don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube and your favourite podcast app. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. So, it's 25th of August 2020, let's get into the news. First up, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League debuts in stunning trailer. This one comes from Andrew Reiner, out of Game Informer. It was a big day for Suicide Squad at the DC Fandome, a day-long livestream filled with reveals for upcoming games, comics, movies and more. The Suicide Squad fun began with a behind-the-scenes look from James Gunn's upcoming film, and later in the day we were shown the first trailer for Rocksteady Studios' Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game, which is slated to release in 2022 and is a 1-4 player co-op experience. Yep, you heard that right, we won't be playing the game until 2022. In the trailer, Rocksteady debuted the four characters, so Harley Quinn, King Shark, Deadshot and Captain Boomerang. We also hear the voice of Amanda Waller, who reminds the squad that they have to do as she says, or the bombs in their heads will detonate. The squad is located in Metropolis, which is currently being invaded by Brainiac and his alien minions, which are quickly revealed to have purple blood as the squad makes short work of them. In this first look at Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, it's much brighter than the other Arkham games that Rocksteady have made, but it's part of the same universe. Some of the stories that started in the Arkham games will continue in this upcoming release. Rocksteady says the game will be a blend of melee and gunplay, and each character will have a rich move set, and you'll get a taste of that in the trailer. One move is Deadshot being able to do a fuel dump from his jetpack to light enemies on fire, and the entire game can be played single player, or as a four player cooperative experience with friends. If you're playing single player, you can switch between any character at any given time, and they're going to be controlled by AI when you're not using them. And their target, well, that's a Brainiac powered Superman. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is a true next generation release coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and PC. And we've got more DC news next up where the next Batman game is Gotham Knights and Batman's Dead. This one comes from Jonathan Balding out of PC Gamer. So revealed at DC Fandome livestream, Gotham Knights is the next game from WB Games Montreal and it stars Batman's four successors in a world where Batman is no more. So we've got Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing and Red Hood, they're the new heroes of Gotham and they've got a team up to stop a plan that looks like it's going to involve the normal variety of Batman villains. Shortly after the cinematic, WB also revealed a gameplay video showcasing Batgirl and Robin going head to head with Mr Freeze. Sadly, he doesn't say cool it, but they may be holding that one out for later on. During the gameplay, the perspective switches back and forth between the two characters and all the game will be playable in two player co-op. Cinematic trailer outlines the story, so Batman is apparently dead and he's triggered an emergency protocol to summon them to protect his city now that he's gone. If you remember the ending of Batman Arkham Knight then this is no surprise. If you're watching this, I'm dead. This is a code black, says the trailer voiceover. This message was automatically triggered when I destroyed the cave and everything in it. Now, Batman's successors are going to team up to figure out what's going on with the Bat and what's going on in Gotham. The story will apparently crib from the popular Court of Owls comic storyline, though per the developers that's not the only thing going on. In the trailer we see Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Robin and Red Hood all suited up for combat and each will have their own unique, customisable style of combat per the developers. 
Nightwing seems to be acrobatic and stealthy. Batgirl fights a lot like Batman, although she takes down enemies and acrobatically wall runs into kicks. Robin, specifically Red Robin, likely with Tim Drake in the suit, seems acrobatic and fast, just as you'd expect. Meanwhile, Red Hood appears to have the dangerous superpower commonly known as having guns. Gotham Knights were released in 2021, also I'm calling it now. Batman's not really dead and you'll unlock him as a playable character near the end for your new Game Plus run. Next up in the news, it's Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Leak reveals it's a direct sequel to Black Ops 1. This one comes from Emma Kent of Eurogamer. So we are a day out from the official reveal of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and the leaks are coming thick and fast, as yet another data mine has revealed the official description for the title and even a possible release date. The full description of Black Ops Cold War was posted by CodTracker and that reveals the game is a direct sequel to the original Black Ops. Set in the midst of the Cold War in the 1980s, players will battle around the globe through iconic locales like East Berlin, Vietnam, Turkey, Soviet KGB headquarters and much, much more. As elite operatives, you'll follow the trail of a shadowy figure named Perseus, who is on a mission to destabilize a global balance of power and change the course of history. Descend into the dark center of the global conspiracy, alongside iconic characters Woods, Mason and Hudson in a new cast of operatives, attempting to stop a plot decades in the making. Alongside the campaign, the description confirms that Cold War will feature both multiplayer and zombies experiences. The description isn't the only Black Ops Cold War leak to have spilled today, however, the Modern Warzone Twitter account also managed to find potential release date of 13th of November in the files for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The files also hint at a multiplayer reveal for Cold War on the 9th of September. Beyond this, Modern Warzone also managed to find a number of references to potential upcoming modes for Warzone, including Zombie Royale, Pandemic Outbreak, Plunder Fire Sale, and Armoured Cargo Truck Wars. The data miners also found a reference to various Warzone Night modes, which have apparently been added as part of Modern Warfare's mid-season update. As for the official reveal time of Black Ops Cold War, it looks like it's going ahead at 6.30pm UK time tomorrow. And the Call of Duty Twitter account posted a teaser video showing Warzone's airplane alongside with the time and Verdansk at the location. And it definitely seems like the new game is going to be revealed through some sort of live in-game event, although we have to find out exactly what awaits by dropping into Verdansk tomorrow evening, which to be honest I was probably going to do anyway. Well, next up in the news, Yakuza Like a Dragon arrives on November the 13th, and this one is from Julia Lee out of Polygon. Yakuza Like a Dragon is going to launch on November the 13th, according to a new trailer that dropped on Monday morning. So Like a Dragon features a new cast of characters that can be set in a party with an assortment of various jobs, like idol or host club member. As usual, despite its premise about Yakuza skirmishes, the gameplay is light-hearted and almost goofy putting the characters into hilarious situations that one wouldn't normally expect. This Yakuza game doesn't use real-time combat system like the previous titles has, instead it uses a turn-based RPG combat. For the first time in the franchise's history, the setting has moved away from Tokyo and now focuses on Yokohama instead. Yakuza Like a Dragon will launch on November the 13th for Xbox One, Windows 10, PlayStation 4 and Steam. It's also going to launch on the Xbox Series X on the console's release date and for PlayStation 5 at a later time. And finally in the news today, Electronic Arts adds more than a thousand achievements to its games on Steam. This one comes from Andy Chalk out of PC Gamer. 
So EA have now added achievements for more than two dozen of its games on Steam, and the good news is that as long as you've completed the required task at some point in the past, even on Origin, you'll get the recognition you crave. So based on popular demand, EA has enabled over a thousand Steam achievements for a large number of recently released games including Battlefield 5, Titanfall 2 and Need for Speed Heat, EA said. During gameplay, you can now complete certain objectives, unlock achievements as a result, and the achievements progress is retroactive, meaning if you've completed the objective already on Origin or Steam, you'll be granted the achievement in Steam. Achievements have now been added to these games, so we've got a way out. Battlefield Hardline, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 3, 4, 5, Burnout Paradise Remastered, Dead Space 3, Dragon Age Inquisition, we've got Fae, Jedi Fallen Order, Mass Effect 3, Mass Effect Andromeda, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Need for Speed, Need for Speed Heat, Need for Speed Payback, Plants vs Zombies Battle for Neighborville, Sea of Solitude, Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2, Titanfall 2, Unravel, Unravel 2 and Madden 21. So they tested the achievement import with Titanfall 2 and it worked perfectly. The first time I started the game on Steam it did some magic and then 33 out of the 50 achievements I earned on Origin were immediately dumped over. So did my in-game records of collectibles and master completions which is nice and it means I can basically pick up where I left off on Origin rather than having to replay the entire campaign again but I don't know if every game will carry over progress in that fashion. The only restriction is the achievements won't transfer until you actually install and run the game in question. Simply purchasing and having it in your library won't trigger it. Well, thanks so much for watching or listening, and for more video game news content like this, subscribe and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description, and you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also a Patreon, and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games, where you can sign up for rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos, as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and community features. Check out the links down there in the description or the show notes for more information. Well, thanks again, and I'll see you in the next update.